Off the leash, off and running week six in the books for the Cleveland Browns. Mark Schwab, Leo Doherty, Ashley Holder with you for another big share, the big pilgrim. How about that? True, false. We always start true, false. We'll keep it going. Ladies, true, false statement. That was a season-saving win for the Browns. You want to go ahead, Ashley? You think so? Um, No, I, I don't think so. I think it was a fantastic win. I think that they played good, but I also think that the Fran- San Francisco 49ers played pretty bad as well. But, um, I mean, overall, good win. But I, I just think that they lost... They lost a couple of good games already that they should have got away with, should have gotten away with. Like the the Ravens still kind of sticks out to me, and obviously the Steelers is a big one. So I don't know. It kind of just depends. I feel like what ends up happening down down the line. Obviously, when they get more into AFC North play, but I mean, I think I think it it helped them. But I don't know if it, I don't think it saved them. But mm-hmm. I think it helped them. I guess it depends on like what are we defining a successful season as? Like saved the season to what? Now we're gonna go to playoffs or what? That's up for your interpretation. What, yeah, yeah. What, what exactly do we think? I think it was an incredible win. Do I think it's going to miraculously turn everything around? And some of the problems we were seeing before, we're not going to see them again. And this is going to be a whole new team. Right? Because didn't you ask last week, are they going to look totally different? After the bye week. After the bye. And I would say the defense looked very different compared to what we, I mean, we saw the defense look like more so what we had seen through the first couple weeks minus that Ravens game, right? And so they looked dramatically different from the Ravens game to the 49ers game, but in terms of are we going to view this as a very successful season, you still have that Deshaun Watson piece, and I don't know if I think... Well, I think it's helpful when they come down, when it comes down to it and like them and another team have the same record and then they're going to look at who the big wins that they got from Quality them. Something wins, like yeah. that is going to yeah. be helpful for them. But I think we're all in agreement. I would not call it season saving. Had they lost, they would be two and three. Maybe Watson's back. They beat the Colts next week. They're three and three and you're still right in the mix of it. So season saving to me, certainly too dramatic to describe it. I think we would all agree. Anyone would agree. That is a statement win. And that is their biggest win of the year. I know they beat the Bengals, and the Bengals could go somewhere, but they were a mess in week one. This was a statement win. I saw somebody describe it as a signature win. I don't know if I'll go that far yet for Kevin Stefanski. I still think that maybe the playoff game in Pittsburgh, even though he was technically in the basement with COVID, that's a separate conversation. However, uh, this is right up there as far as impressive wins. Says a lot. And now you're in a position where you don't have to go beat the Colts. To be 500. Right. Now you got a chance to go beat a team you should probably beat. Should. To go yes. be four and two. And now we're really talking about look at the position they put themselves in as we approach mid-October. Yeah, I, I agree. I think every single person counted them out, out of that game, except for maybe the people that were in that locker room. Nobody thought they had a chance against nope. the 49ers. And so to kind of come out and shock the world and perform the, the way that they did, I mean, their defense kept them in that whole game. To, to see the defense look like they had done early on, that, that was a huge win for this Jim Schwartz-era defense, for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the uh, the defense clear. I mean, P.J. Walker, uh, I'll say, all right, we'll say this. P.J. Walker was way better than, D, than than DTR. Oh, yeah. If DTR's quarterback in that game, they are not winning. No. 
PJ Walker also showed you why he's a backup, and there were some cringe moments. Choose your Bad cringe emoji <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah, I he mean, should have threw it. I will get all over Elijah Moore, and I have, and his stats again in this game were not good. However, there were two times that Moore was more than open. And back, Walker, it was back to back, yes, yeah, wide open, back to back plays, and then the one on the bootleg where he should have just kept it and run. And I don't, people were bitching at Stefanski on the play call. Dude, he had a pasture in front of him. Pull it down and run the ball with conviction. Yeah, that's, and that's not, a big hitter. That's yeah. not Stefanski's fault right there. He's thinking my quarterback's going to know to to take the ball and slide if uh, if things don't develop the way he wants it to. I think it also helped the Browns that, you know, Christian McCaffrey was dealing with that oblique injury. Sure. And Debo Samuel Debo. also yeah. went out pretty early. So they were plagued by injuries. So I kind of would have loved to see them beat this team with those two guys. Because we saw what Christian did in that first drive. To be fair, it was 84 yards in that first The Browns drive. had PJ Walker instead of Watson. They had well, Ford Watson instead is of in, Chubb. It's, a step and up. They, it's not a leap. Okay, but they the Browns were on a backup quarterback, backup running in back and didn't have Joel Batonio. So I think that the Niner people are going to say, we were injured. <laughs> I mean... You know, <laughs> I think both. you're right. Those are significant yeah. pieces to lose, but the Browns are also without significant pieces. Yep. Yeah, that's sure. right. And if you like come down to it, 49ers still had a chance to win uh, despite I mean, the right. injuries. Rookie kicker. I didn't even know it was a rookie kicker. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And really everybody thought they were going to win yes. up until he missed that field goal, which I, I'm going to say this and I'm not saying this to you two. I'm saying this to the folks. Uh, there are. This is absolutely correct. We were talking about all these things, and it's Victory Monday, and everyone's going crazy because a dude missed a 41-yard kick at the end of the game. However, if you're one of the Browns fans out there that love to be the negative Ned, and they're going to say the Browns got lucky because the kid missed the kick, I'll tell you what. If you ripped the Browns at all last year for losing games because Cade York missed a bunch of kicks, you can't have it both ways. If the Browns last year were just idiot, doofus, morons for running Cade York out there, a rookie kicker, and he kept missing kicks that cost him games, you can't say that was the Browns' fault last year and then turn around and not blame the Niners for doing the exact same thing this year. And there are people doing that. Mark there said, are people Mark doing that. Mark keeps receipts. He's seen. I'm not going to do this. I can't stand it when people oh, they got lucky they missed the kick. Then don't rip them last year when they missed kicks with Cade York. Cannot have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Defense, clearly the tip of the spear in this game. Through five games, the Browns have allowed the fewest yards in 50 years. Goodness. Kevin Stefanski on that statistic. We're playing good defense. We're playing sound defense, but there's there's room for improvement, and I think that's uh, those are some of the things that we talked about this morning. Uh, that there are definitely things that we can continue to do better. Uh, I know Coach Schwartz and the defensive staff are not concerned at all about statistics. We're not. That's just not how we operate. Uh, we're concerned with playing good football, playing sound defense. Uh, and we're not chasing any type of stats. Okay, uh-huh. I know we're not excited about the stat. It's coach speak. <laughs> but that's a pretty exciting stat. I mean, he said the most basic line you could think to say, we yeah. have room for improvement. Of, of course. course. They could have been the best in 60 years, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course, they have room for improvement. Yes. But that's a crazy stat. And I know you can't hang your whole season on it and be like, yeah, we're good to go. Look at this cool stat. But come on, just to be excited about it for once, you know? I'm with you. Can we? Can, 
My man, just put a smile on your face. Even after like uh, the post-game press conference on Sunday, like he was like, yeah, it was a crazy game. How do you think? You know? <laughs> how, how do you think Dan Campbell would sound if his defense? Oh my gosh, we'd have content for the pod for days. And I'm not saying I need Kevin to go full rah rah. I get it, but this has been a common complaint with Kevin. I'm not trying to rip the guy here because they just had a big win. It's just a general talking point in this town. Can you give us a little? He's very composed. Just, just give us a little because he's. I I I know people that have talked to him a little more intimately, and he's a great dude, and he's oh, supposed yeah. to be a great guy to talk with, and he just doesn't let the veil down. Let it down, Kevin. Show us something. Come on the pod, <laughs> Kevin Stefanski. Maybe we'll get a little, yeah, we'll get something. Yeah. Tribe used I mean, to have I, a manager I, like that. Eric Wedge. You get him without the mics rolling, he'd get you on a run through a wall. Mm-hmm. You on a press conference, and it was like, blah, blah, blah. Yep. blah. Like, oh, Wedgie, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Same deal. Give us something. I, I think it's awesome that, you know, at least week to week, we can talk about the, um, the defense. I just... I just don't see it being enough down the line. I just really don't. I think that, you got a score. I just think that they're going to be the only thing that is talked about on this team. I, I really do. And then you look at what's like seven games. Are their next seven five are on the road? I yeah, they think, got yeah, a they, lot they of have, so they have a five it's like, stretch coming man, up. Man, it's just like I just you know the defense is awesome, but. That's just, I don't believe defense wins championships. Well, you know, here's what you're getting at. At some point, we need to have shows like this where we're talking about the offense. Right. It's like so hard. Like I said there, I I was like wanting to get so excited. And I want to bring him down. I'm like, yeah, momentum. momentum." But if you go out and you lose to the Indianapolis Colts next week, it's like. With Gardner Minshew. This is just stupid what we're talking about, (laughs) to be honest with you. I really hate that. Um. And they get Colts. I mean, obviously, they don't have Richardson. They've got Minshew, who's a fine, but he's probably one of the top backups in the league. Clearly, they can run the ball, even without Richardson. Moss has been fantastic. I knew people that were really high on him coming out of the draft. Which is crazy he because is, he didn't do nothing with you guys with the in Bills. Buffalo. Didn't do a, I, there's nothing. A, there's a guy I follow. His name's Matt Waldman. He runs mostly in fantasy circles. A lot of people know that name. But Matt, he, he's, he always does the skill position, guys, for fantasy purposes. But running backs are really his thing. He studies them historically. There are NFL teams that will actually buy his content and get his opinion on some things, especially running backs. He was huge on Moss. And clearly, Moss was not a hit with when, in Buffalo when you no. were there. Sometimes you wonder, man, was that just a situation or what it was? That guy has been awesome this year for the Colts. They got him coming in. We all know what Taylor is. Mm-hmm. They will be trying to run the football. This defense will have another test next yeah. week. And um, the thing is, the thing is, they didn't have Christian this week. Well, they had him to a certain ex- extent. Yeah. So you wonder them facing someone like an elite running back like that for four quarters rather than, you know, right. really one quarter, essentially. Yeah. I yeah. do want to see that. And, and you know, that McCaffrey this week, um, Moss, Taylor, uh, you know, full hundy, if you will. Certainly a different kind of running back, but as talented as CMC. Moss is what he is. I think he's finally breaking out, but we'll, we'll see what the defense does. Um, next week against the Colts, talking about the running game. Let's keep it here in-house with the orange helmets. Do you feel we have reached backfield by committee at this point? Ford, 17 carries. Kareem Hunt, 12. I feel like we're there. I think, 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, this was really the first taste we saw of Kareem Hunt. We really hadn't seen much of him. I know he said, you know, Stefanski said it would take a couple of weeks to kind of get him acclimated with everybody in the yeah. system and, and everything all again. And so this kind of, they started, we could see how much more they were utilizing him. You know, he had that touchdown, first touchdown of the season. And so, uh, yeah, I think this is what they do moving forward. I don't think there's one that's clear head and shoulders better than the other that they're going to be going with. I know Jerome's their guy. That's who they want to give the bulk of the reps to and, and hope that he's their guy that they can keep going with. But I, I really don't see it being that. I mean, he had five more, uh, Ford had five more carries than Hunt. Hunt had two more catches and um, one more target. I mean, How many yards do they both have? Uh, let's see. Hunt was 12 for 47, Ford 17 for 84. And then through the air, Kareem caught three for 24. Ford was two for seven. And it's, I mean, backfield by committee. If you're at 1A, 1B, which that's backfield by committee. Yeah. And for me, this is at least through one game. That's backfield by committee. One game out the bye. Hunt now a little more time back with the club. So we wonder how much more Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. We get going forward. I mean, those are the only options. Oh, I want to say only options you have. Yes, there's depth in that at that position. But, I mean. Those you are your guys. Yeah, you have to, and you have to use running backs. <laughs> so it's not like we that they did something magnificent. They, they ran. They ran the ball. They ran the ball. Nobody had a dynamic. Wow. Team. No. I don't know. I'm going to start being a drag on here. That, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be the one to be like, what did they do? That's <laughs> they, the most they ran we've the wall. seen from them, though. Right, but I that's feel like this crazy that we like get excited about. We get this. excited I mean, when I they get take it, but it's baby, just like, baby steps forward. Yeah. Right, and it's cool because when they take these baby steps forward, and they're like, man, we got it. They're going to be eight nine. So eight nine. I'm just saying. I'm just I, throwing I, a number out there. I'm just I, saying. I, I, I still, I'm not saying that's what they're gonna be. I I'm just being I, sarcastic. I got you. But if they do end up eight and nine, I would like to clip this. So to remember uh, this. I, we have her receipts from defense being number one that's at the right, end of the year. Folks. Now we've got your receipts for them eight and nine. We'll see. No. Okay. Well, I'm not saying that. I, I just happen to say it. You but, can. You're, what but you're if they do is, finish eight nine, then I'm gonna I'm gonna own it. What you're saying is you can tell us a story where they're eight and nine. Right. And that's that's yeah. that's fine. I feel but, like you but it was good to see Jerome and Kareem like you know use their totally. legs, get get some get some touches and things like yeah. that. I think it shows like like Leah said, it shows promise and that it it can be done to a certain extent, right? And Amari too, like you just talked to him this week mm -hmm. and he needed to have a good game, and that's what Eric and Josh were saying on tailgate. And look, comes out hundred and eight yards. I mean, what better way? But I agree that you could tell the story of this team like a lot of different ways. Like yeah. they they could go off on a run after this incredible win over the 49ers and have the season be turned around, or they could go in and lose to the Colts and not much changes. Like I feel I feel like there's so yeah. many directions this team could go, yeah. and you you really have no idea. Like when's Deshaun gonna come back? What's he gonna look like? Uh, like there's just so many different ways this team could go. It's so hard to predict. If this team beat the Niners and then lost to the Colts, yeah. that is the brownsiest. Right. Browns. Right. The South. That's mm -hmm. how they do it. And I'm not saying they are going to lose to the Colts. I'm just yeah. saying nobody At this point, I don't want to say that because I literally thought the Browns were going to get smashed. Everybody did. Everyone by did. this team. You saw what happened to the Cowboys. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. okay. And I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Browns. Yeah. So I was, you know, of course we know, like, and it was funny because I left the house and my dad was like, it's any given Sunday, you never know. And I'm like, 
okay, but all right. I, I'm, then he texted me. He's like, see, I told you, any given Sunday. And I was like, I'm right, not dude. even kidding. I was in church Sunday morning, and the pastor said, raise your hand if you think the Browns have a shot today. Not in a church. single soul raised their hand. Even the pastor? And he goes, he goes, we're in a place of God. You have to have some faith, people. And everybody was like, no. And then look what happened. I was like, man, I wish I could see that pastor right now. Even the, even the, <laughs> did the pastor raise his hand? He had faith. Oh, he's of the course. one guy. He's a man of God. He has to have faith, Mark. He's he the had, man of... He, he, had faith. he even pointed to a guy like sitting... <laughs> sitting in a row that had a brown shirt on and the guy just put his head in his hands yeah, he was no. like I nah, I, <laughs> sir i woke up this morning to die <laughs> uh, yeah, so not a single person in the nope. congregation there's leah sitting Nobody. on her hand oh oh no i'm not saying anything nope 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 <laughs> yeah that's um, funny you guys got a gut feeling on watson for next week i say no and that's not really based on anything other than the fact that we know a whole bunch of nothing about this. And depending on what it could be, it could take several weeks. And mm-hmm. if they're not talent, I mean, all we're hearing is he's moving in the right direction. He's moving in the right direction. We're not it, hearing- how do you move in the wrong direction when I you're doing nothing? Right, like, I, like we haven't heard he's making remarkable progress. And so, <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Not that they would tell us because then that tips off the cold that he could be playing. But I right. don't know. I just feel like n- no, but it's not based on anything. We have no idea what's going on you got a gut feeling um i think that he will play because i think it's uh, it's ridiculous at this point he's already missed two games and the bye week so my in my mind what i'm saying is he's missed three weeks right even though even though there wasn't an actual game for one of those weeks so in my mind he's missed three three weeks and then didn't he tweet and he was like see you soon and something like that so it's like now you're trying to you're trying to get us hype and my thing is like all right pj went out there did his thing he's like don't forget about me i'm still here exactly what ashley and i were yeah he's gonna i think he'll play because at this point it's three weeks but what we do know is that no one's gonna say anything anymore no one's going to say anything. We'll see if but, he practices. Right. And that's the thing. I'm just sick of going to practice and wonder if he's in practice. Dude, just get out there, freaking practice, yeah. or just freaking say I'm not practicing because I don't like running around here trying to figure out, well, did he practice? Did he not? Did he not? What are you going to do? Yeah. It just, was, just what are you going to do? Because you're wasting my time right it now. Was someone tweeted at him, like a video of him, like, you know, celebrating after the win or something on Sunday. He was in the locker room looking just normal. Put his, put had his, uh, what's it called? Um, deodorant. Deodorant right up. <laughs> I can't think of the name. So he can lift his <laughs> he arm. He lift his arm. But not saying he couldn't lift his arm, but he was just in there smiling and looking. I'm like, well, you don't look hurt. No, but he, he was doing that. But of course, don't want, maybe you just don't look it. But... Three weeks is a long time. Yeah. So, but it, now if he doesn't play Colts, then you you got to be playing against Seahawks. Like we have to see him in the next two weeks. It's insane I, I, at this I point. I can't believe I'm going to bring up high, uh, hygiene habits. But why are you? If you put on deodorant, it means you showered. Why are you showering if you never played? You should have just showered in the morning. He gone must to work. He had to shower. What's the point? You didn't do anything. Well, yeah. maybe he was getting sweaty, jumping up and down on the sidelines. Get off your feet I, and jump I don't around. Know. But I, he, put me down for a no. My yeah. gut is I don't think I, I until I see him practicing right. i will assume it is just no until then and we haven't seen him so i'm sticking with no that's how i feel the only thing is yeah he, what ashley had talked about he quote tweeted someone that had posted a video of him on the field yesterday and what did he say i'll be back soon i'll see you soon i think it was i'll be back soon yeah. and yeah. he said that but 
Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Soon is taken several That's different what I'm saying, ways. Yeah. I mean, since since we're going all theological in this one, I think at the end of Revelations they said Christ Ooh! will return soon, and we're still a couple thousand years, many thousands of years waiting. Yep. It'll happen at some point. However, it's I think Watson relative. will play. Watson will not will take thousands of years. Okay, he said, "See you soon." So, yep, those were the exact words with a hundred emoji. Mm. So, does that mean he's feeling? 100? If he's play- feeling 100, why wasn't he playing? Maybe he felt 100 after the game decided he was uh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> after he saw them win, after he saw PJ Walker uh-huh. get to kind of lead them to a win, he was like, okay, I got to be back. Uh, no more undefeateds. Browns knock off the Niners. Jets defeat the previously unbeaten Eagles. Obviously, they are on a backup quarterback as well in Zach Wilson. Which is the bigger upset for you? I'm going to say the Browns. I think the Browns were the bigger upset. Why do you feel that way? Because I don't think P.J. Not that I think Zach Walker is very good. I just don't think P.J. Walker is that good. I think Wilson. the P.J. Uh, yes. P.J. Walker, Zach Wilson. Zach, Will, Zach Walker against P.J. Walker. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, don't, I just don't think. It's just funny. I don't think. Well, no, I don't think Walker is yeah. that good. I don't think Wilson's very good either. I just feel like. You think also, that Walker is less talented than, than Zach Wilson? Yes, basically. I do. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, I That's also, kind of a tough one. I also just think the Niners are better than the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are bad. I just think the Niners are better than the Eagles. So I will take this one as the bigger upset. They were both huge, and that's not to besmirch the Jets' efforts. I'll just take this one because here's the other thing. When was the last time the Browns did anything like this? They don't. You'd have to answer that. (laughs) They don't. I would be more inclined to say that I think the Jets upset is a bigger deal or a bigger surprise just because I feel like the Browns defense is fine, bar- like better than, than the Jets defense, which I know okay. the Jets have a good defense, but I would say the Browns have a better defense. So it's not as shocking to me that they were able to hold their own against the 49ers as opposed to Eagles Jets. I'm more down on Zach Wilson than I think I was PJ Walker. And so that mm-hmm. is more miraculous to me yeah. that he didn't kind of blow this game for, I'm with Leah. for everybody. Because yeah. that's just kind of, I don't know, it just, and I know people, and, Browns feel this way, but it seems like the Jets are like yeah. always cursed. And so, I want to say are. this, the Eagles had, the Eagles had all of their players for the most part. They yeah. had all their big players. Yeah. I mean, you could say, I, I'll be one of those San Francisco people that say, they didn't have all their players. Ashley's oh, one of your enemies now, were. Mark. Mm. I think that's a big she's deal. she's high on Christian McCaffrey. Fact, you I, love McCaffrey. Look, I, yeah, I've loved him since um, since Carolina. He was there. He nice. got. Dra- I was there when he got drafted. So I think he's very good. I was super excited that he got out of Carolina because it's like they were going nowhere. Right. So he was just using his youth for nothing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But no, but I'm saying Christian McCaffrey and Debo are big players for them, especially McCaffrey. You saw what he did in one drive. So I think that's still a big thing. Like if they would have had all their players and beat them down, then okay. But they didn't even that's have fair them. Point. So that's I just, that's why I say I wish I would have seen it. So I think yep. I, I went with, um, with Leah. I think the Eagles were. Speaking a, of the Jets. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Browns and Jets, they play in week 17. And we had, I think the universe had rubber stamped that as a win because of what happened with the Jets losing Aaron Rodgers. CBS Sports had a report on Monday that Rodgers might not even be back for that game. He might be back by week 15. Which when exactly, what what are the dates of that? What's week 15? Now I got to pull out a calendar. It is 
crazy seeing the footage of him on Sunday. I can tell you right now. First, you see him crutches walking around. Then you see him no crutches. He they're playing the. They're playing right after Christmas. Okay, right. So week that would be after Christmas. Is, no, week fifteen is uh, either December sixteenth or seventeenth. Okay, yeah, they okay. play. That's a TBD game. So. Because I think previously we had heard playoffs might be the, yeah, for the, Jets. the soonest we could see him. Yeah. And now we're thinking it might be. I mean, possibly. I think it's amazing that either way we're talking about he'd be returning yes. this season. If he actually Incredible. really tore his Achilles. I'm only saying if because what? like. You don't think I, he did? At this point, I think it's it. Yeah, no. At, no, I'm just saying here. at this point, I think it's crazy that someone can tear their Achilles. We were talking about them coming back That's in the same why. season. So I have to say if. I just have to. But if anyone's going to do it, I'm glad that it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Because and who else would it be? If like Peyton Manning did it, I wouldn't believe it. That's why people need to stop hating on Aaron Rodgers. This is what I've said, guys. If this works, if he makes his return, people can't give him a hard time for the hippy-dippy stuff that he does anymore because it worked. Hippy-dippy forever. Because if it works, it works. Apparently, he had some surgery that is, I don't know if, yeah, the right they did say it was a different new doctor, or yeah. creative, but it's some kind of it is new, new mm-hmm. surgery for an Achilles that Ro- Rogers might be the first one to do it. I'm not exactly sure, but this is a new thing, and it is he is way ahead of the game, right? And here's the other thing: it's the position he plays. If this is a running back, we're talking about this right. injury had been a death knell right. for running backs over the years, so it also helps that he just plays. <laughs> quarterback, which is not a position where you need a lot of explosiveness. And it's not like he's a big runner anyways. To begin with. Yes, right. I mean, you said hippy dippy and I looked up I was trying to look it up and look at the hippy thing that's on. Is, is We're going to have to put this picture up I'm for you guys you, to see. because the darkness it's, retreat It's like helped. a hippie Jesus or something. That is like, an, like Aaron Rodgers is some kind of a monk in... Uh, Never in my life did I think as a sports reporter in Wisconsin at my last job that one of my jobs would be monitoring Aaron Rodgers coming in and out of darkness and seeing if we would have a decision waiting to see what that may be on my phone watching Pat McAfee every week literally going on live <laughs> talking about him going into a darkness retreat what it looks like the things he's eating his cleanses i had to research all of this that. is hilarious <laughs> this is why you went to this is why you went to school to become a sportscaster i, I will say this though I, I do think it's amazing like i can't think of the guy's name that was on the um what's his name that he just retired he's on amazon prime now um he was an offensive lineman for a long time with, with the rams yeah so with he him, is a former so, bengal that then went to the rams on okay loaner. my bad excuse Thank me you. show some so, respect excuse <laughs> me so between whitworth and you know quarterbacks there, there's some other guys too i'm sure but just just thinking of especially him of like the hits you take on your body at 40 something years old and stuff like that and to continuously do it you know that's why I'm curious to see how long Jason Kelsey goes and whatnot I mean those hits after hits after hits especially even quarterbacks too like the things you have to probably try and do with your body especially football because it's way more of a contact sport than than basketball and stuff like that it's just kind of amazing that they play that long and like you say the hippie thing you you got to be trying the new things out there and what to do to to like like to, to stay you know what I mean to stay yeah. stay young and I guess you know whatever because it was like JC was Jason Kelsey was talking about how he's 35 years old but his body is almost like a 50 year old or something. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's like insane hippie dippy yeah. stuff the hippie for, dippy stuff we're looking for anyone that wants to sponsor this podcast hippie dippy stuff <laughs> We don't try it though. (laughs) But I will say, like, everybody thought this could be Aaron Rodgers would be done. Like, this could be his career, and there's no way he can go out like that. And so it's been cool to see. I do want to put out there that um, I am 
straight five losses on my uh, fantasy team. Oh, yeah, Ashley's uh, terrible teams up to 0 5. I am going to, for the first time, lose every game. The race. A straight defeated You should get a prize for that. To the bottom. Continue. Why don't you guys create me a trophy? We'll work on it. Uh, we'll you. get you like a golden toilet brush or something yeah. like that. There you we'll go. work on Fine something. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Ladies, it has been a trip off the leash. Ep 6 in the books. Hippie Catch you next stuff. time. <laughs>